Welcome to the Mike Davis Show, St. Augustine this evening. It is Thursday, November 16th. We have a star-studded cast with you. What do you want? Which helps make up for me. <laughs> but we've got a great crew here tonight. We can't see you tonight. Where's Mike? I hear his voice, but I can't Listen, see Listen, we got some new swag <laughs> at like, A.D. Davis. He's like the floating head over here. I am, yeah, I am. Right. We have some new swag over here, so I figured I'd, I'd bring All out right. the, the Realtree shirt. So, right. yeah. Some of our guys will be getting these shortly, so I figured Ooh, I would, I would preview them on the show. And, you know, a little merch never hurt anybody. That's what I hear. A little bit of swag. A little bit of swag. <laughs> we got some. So, yeah. So, it's all good. And, you know, it's Thursday. We have all kinds of things to talk about. We got some uh -huh. trivia. Um, but uh, we need to make a little bit of money uh, for the show. So, we got to do some sponsor reads. So, we're going to do those first before we welcome our eminently unqualified guest, Troy Blevins. <laughs> See? He knows it's true. All right, A to Z, they offer uh, free estimates and have been serving St. John's County for over 20 years in the construction industry. A to Z Roofing and Waterproofing offers painted metal roofs for saltwater area homes with warranties up to 25 years. And A to Z offers shingle roofs with warranties up to 50 years. They also install tile roofing, cedar, shake, shingles, cedar shake? designer roofing, and flat roof coverings. Give Chuck McCone and his staff a call, 904-669-8037. A to Z roofing and waterproofing. They're great folks. They're still helping people in the panhandle. Yep. And they'll put a new roof on your house here. Wonderful company. They are. And another great group of people are the folks at Solomon Services. They are the premier place for personal training in St. Augustine. They specialize in small group strength and fitness development, athletic development for team and individual sports performance, sports injury-related training, state-of-the-art center, has indoor and outdoor turf areas. All the coaches are certified through the National Strength and Conditioning Association. You can call them to make an appointment at 904-461-9945 or visit their website, solomonservices.com, and sign up today. We also have Powell Heating and Air Conditioning. They have been dedicated to customer service for the 36 years that they've been in business. They are, and that is evident in everything that they do. From the moment they answer your call until the time they leave your home, they are working to make you comfortable and confident about the care and service you receive from Powell. They have 10 plus trucks, a 15,000 square foot warehouse stocked with parts and equipment, and they are ready to serve you around the clock. They service all heating and air conditioning brands. Their emergency service is always open seven days a week, 24 hours a day, including nights and weekends. Call Heating and Air, uh, Heating, <laughs> Powell Heating Easy and Air Conditioning. Say. It's not at all. Powell Heating okay. and Air Conditioning for all your heating and air needs. Every once in a while, it's like the first time you've ever done a room. Oh, my word. And, I, and I'm now probably going to completely blow this one. Uh, Bozart Fort Lincoln work. in St. Augustine, their goal is to make sure your time and experience buying a new or used car is stress-free, fun, and enjoyable. Bozard Ford is a family-owned business here in St. Augustine since 1949. And Bozard Ford Lincoln has been the recipient of numerous dealer awards, including being ranked the number one automotive dealer in the United States by Dealer Raider. And Bozard Ford has also won back to back President's Awards from Ford Motor Company, which is the highest honor they give to their um, dealers. Mm -hmm. You can go out, check them out online at BozardFord.com or go see Letty Bo and all their amazing staff. And while you're out there, there is a hamburger that some call the greatest ever made the Jiffy Burger. The Jiffy Burger. The 904 Now Burger. That's right. It's <laughs> at Ford's Garage. You can stop in there and get yeah, one of those that too. Yeah. All right. And then on the Bozard Ford Community Update page, mm -hmm. uh, the Santa Suits Run yep. is going to be December the 9th. I'm looking at the sign over here from an earlier show. Mm -hmm. uh, it supports SAIS, uh, which is St. Augustine Youth Services, SAIS, and also Danny Garcia, the walking man, mm -hmm. the real walking man. The uh, one and only. He doesn't have it uh, protected. I know. <laughs> Guess who does? Don't worry. I won't sue you. World Changers concert <laughs> is Friday, December the 8th mm -hmm. at the AMP. You can still buy tickets. You can buy tickets and donate them to veterans or first responders. You know why he's not here today? He's walking. He's walking right now. Yes. <laughs> it's on him. It's raining. <laughs> <laughs> My mom raised ugly children, not stupid ones. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. We did walk in the rain. It is interesting that you bring that up. You and I did walk in the rain the first on your day, first day. Day one. Day one day in one. the rain. So I'm yeah. not sure that's 100% yeah. true. And number two, uh, you are getting ready to travel somewhere where people are leaving and fleeing from. 
Yeah. No, it should be fun. It's a, it's a, it's a new adventure in my it life. It is going to be an adventure. It's a new adventure in my life. I just hope the planes can land. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully the earthquakes don't go through the airport. Well, it would be <laughs> nice if they don't or if the volcano doesn't erupt while you're landing. That'd be a good Sorry sight. to give you something extra That'd to think about. That'd be a about. good sight. I'm not going <laughs> to yeah. lie. I'm not hating on that. You could watch that scene in um, Jurassic World where they pull away from the island mm-hmm. and it's all volcanoes and the dinosaurs are melting. Yeah. You know, you can live at the home game. Pterodactyls are flying beside yeah. them. So yeah. you're not a little bit worried about this? No. Not at all. Not <laughs> slightly. Not the only thing I'm worried about is the, them canceling our trip. Yeah. Okay. That, that part I'm really worried about. And when do you leave? I leave on the 3rd. Of December. December the 3rd. So I'm there I'm there for four days in Boston for one. So yeah. you will, is that a, that's a Friday? Uh, December I think the 3rd? Third, I think the 3rd's a, uh, a Sunday. Monday, I Monday, think. I think. Yeah, I think it's, it's a Monday. Sunday. It's a Sunday. Okay. Because the 4th is a Monday. Okay. Because <laughs> I have a meeting scheduled on the 4th, so that's the only reason I know. I don't. I, well, <laughs> I do not have a you meeting You might schedule. have a meeting. <laughs> you might. You and, and uh, heavily uh, heated rocks might be in close yeah. proximity yeah. to one another. Yes. Yeah, don't the pick them Sunday. up. The magma. Yeah. <laughs> don't touch the magma. Uh, I can't believe you. Do you remember Stuart Smalley? Or the deep thoughts with Stuart mm-hmm. Smalley? Mm-hmm. There was one where it's like, if you're ever walking by an active volcano and you drop your car keys, just let them go, man. They're gone. Just let them go. <laughs> just let them go. So, I, won't take my, I won't take my car keys just okay. because of that. All right, good. Yep. Safety and, tip. And I showed you a picture of all the earthquakes mm-hmm. that have gone on in the last 40 days, yeah. and you were undeterred. You've done your duty. Yeah. I have done everything a true do. friend could do. I, <laughs> I have did told the same you. thing when you ran for political yes. office, yep. <laughs> yep. and you didn't listen to me. Not, a, not either time. Either time. Not either mm-hmm. time did I listen to you. And I'd much rather be able to jump into a volcano <laughs> than run for political office. Uh-huh. Okay. What is it? Troy versus the volcano? Is yeah, that what yeah, we're calling yeah, this trip? Yeah. I have a brain cloud. Troy have versus you, the have volcano. Have you ordered the big trunks? Because those were vital in the survival. In the survival yeah. of, of yeah, yeah. Trunk. You need the big giant waterproof trunks. Nope. I have I have just a backpack. Oh, oh you know how I travel. He's not gonna Come make it. He's, He's not gonna, gonna, make, gonna it. make it. You gotta have the trunk. I've seen how this movie I ends. figured I'm safe because <laughs> what's the saying? Only the good die young. Yes. <laughs> you got a good long ways to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's might, you might, that's I, assuming that you still qualify as young. You're supposed to be the nice one in the studio. It's my turn. <laughs> Last week you called me disgusting. So it's my turn. I called you disgusting. You did? You did. Oh, yeah, I don't remember yeah. it, but I you said you did anyway. You must have did something really horrible. I, I don't agree, but you know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, the remember, first time I remember disagree. what you did. <laughs> <laughs> I remember and I yeah. still stand by it. All right. Disgusting. Not, you're not disgusting, but the person <laughs> you're supporting is. All right. Okay. Good I, clarification. Yeah. Have Have you guys uh, been getting all of this like annoying mail, um, emails from different people that are running for office? Now, if you don't I, give been, them money ever, they don't email you. I've been getting texts. Yeah. That reminds me. Nobody texts me. I have the me. perfect um, <laughs> April Fool's Day prank for Are you Amanda. Give money will, in my uh, name? <laughs> yes, to one person, <laughs> to one specific political. Okay, okay. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Mike's up. He's on his own. <laughs> <laughs> that man uh, would see my name come through his registry and be like, "This is a prank. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Fed. <laughs> yeah. It's a Fed account." So, he would absolutely uh, believe yeah. it. So Nikki Haley's been been stalking me pretty pretty. Nikki hard. Haley sends me about. My wife asked, "Who's Nikki?" Mm-hmm. She looked at my email. I said, "Well, it's Nikki Haley. She's running for office, and apparently, uh, she thinks if she emails me uh, seven times a day, then I'm more likely to want to vote for her." She's not emailing. I hate she's when a chick is that high maintenance. She's texting me. <laughs> yeah. But she's got five inch heels she can run in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. According to the last According to the last debate. Yes. According to the last debate. Yeah. I, I want her to prove that. I don't want to see either one. <laughs> because when I said that to people and they called me out on it, I proved it and mm-hmm. I ran. Mm-hmm. I want to see her prove it. Mm-hmm. So I got an email today that just shocked me to my core. I got an email from uh, Joe Biden. Oh, Yeah. Joe Biden is now going to stalk me. Now he's going to stalk me. that he has gone full on into dementia. Thank you, the good side. It wasn't Hunter. Hmm? (laughs) I said that. It It wasn't Hunter. Hunter. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that. Are you going after his child? (gasps) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Sorry. (laughs) 
Yes, I am. For those yeah. of you that have not watched the show in the past, Amanda <laughs> is on fire today. This should be a really, really salty. No, I get. A, I got a letter about all the great things it's that he's disgusting. doing. I just. <laughs> I agree. Harris is disgusting. <laughs> yes. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> And he wants to remind me what's at stake in this election in capital letters. The MAGA Republicans in this race want to drag us backward. Oh, no. I know. Oh, my God. If the last two years show you anything, it's there's not a single thing beyond our capacity we can do together. Ah, I'm proud to have you in my corner. You should have warned me, and I could have played the oh, horoscope music while you read gosh, this email. Gosh, it yeah. was bad. At least he didn't ask you to be the little spoon. Or, or I don't even know what Harris could have offered you favors for a donation. Wait, he doesn't know what the little spoon is. <laughs> I believe that. Yeah, I believe you don't that. know what the little spoon. Is. I honestly don't. When you cuddle, okay. Right? When you cuddle, the yeah. person in the front is okay. the little spoon. Okay. All right. Got yeah. it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, got it. That would be worse. Yeah. Okay. Especially if it was from Hunter. <laughs> Or that's Joe. A threat. Or that's Joe. a threat he would make good on. If well, it was Joe, I would want to be in front because I've heard what comes out of the back end. And Mike, it was like six <laughs> years ago when Rick Scott first ran for Senate, right? Yes, correct. All right. So six years ago, Rick Scott invited me to everything. Like yeah. he would come yes. in town and he was making sure, like he invited me to everything. Mike, who's super Republican. Not one invite. Not one phone call. Not one invite. I had to invite Mike to come yes. with me. And <laughs> yeah, it, I was, that hurt. Yeah, I was Troy's plus one at a political event, so I could point out to him which one Rick Scott was. <laughs> Skeletor. No, the one. Yeah, Voldemort. Yeah. <laughs> He's a really nice guy. I like he Rick really Scott. Is He's a super nice. Yeah, guy. I like. I like Rick Scott. Yeah. I'm the toxic person that makes fun of the people I love. Yeah, he's a really, really nice guy. He's super. Which is why I only say nice things about Matt Gates. Right. So. <laughs> you know what you know. Yeah. So there was an article about, we're talking about Biden, um, the liberal tug of war about Team Biden, right? So there's supposedly four camps on the liberal side. I have absolutely no idea because I'm not um, in I got this story and article, and here's the four different supposed groups mm-hmm. that are trying to figure factions. out. Factions. Mm. That's a good term. Group of factions, right? Uh, the status quo group, right? They want mm-hmm. Biden to stay. They're happy with him. Uh, the Biden can turn it around group, which <laughs> means they acknowledge that he's in trouble right now. So the drug addicts. The heavy drinkers. The heavy dr- <laughs> Hunter's friends would be in this group. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, the dump Biden group. David Axelrod this week said it's time for him to go. Um, so you have that group. And then the challenge Biden group. Mm-hmm. So what okay. group do you think wins out? I know what group I think wins out between now and In this room, it's dump, dump Biden. But well, I mean, I, 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 as you're talking about the entire world, it's... <laughs> Ultimately, who will be successful? Who will be successful out of those four Democratic groups described in this article? Uh, which one do you think will be successful? Yeah. Does Biden run? Does Biden quit? Does Biden get dumped? Uh, does somebody challenge I, Biden? I think the status quo is in the lead. Yeah. I think so. I think it's the sad part of our country is that we're, we're status quo. I mean, even even on the Republican I, side, yeah. it's, it's we're still status quo. Yeah. And, you know, we're hamster on the hamster wheels, all we are. We're not going anywhere. I think that there have been political uh, elections that a lot of people have wanted to watch. I don't think anybody wants to watch this one. Actually, and normally um, news stations ratings go up during a political year. I'm going to make yeah. a bold prediction that they're all going Adver- down. Advertisers, they're all going down. Usually advertiser. Yeah, you guys should. If you're an yeah, advertiser, they, Cartoon Network might be the place you want to advertise. But the thing is, is people spend money like like oh, it's yeah. water because it's not their money. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and yep. they don't. And, and unfortunately, they, the people that spend money like that. Go into the job saying, well, it's not my money, mm-hmm. but it's our money. I have yeah. an entire family of cousins watching. Mm-hmm. I have like, I, there's a family reunion going on right yeah. now. It's awesome. <laughs> Is that all 11 of us? Yeah. I think- <laughs> <laughs> yes. Nature might, um, nature might run its course and none of the factions might have a say. It's a, it's a possibility, mm-hmm. right? I always thought something would happen to Hillary health-wise, which mm-hmm. it did. Uh, a couple did. of times, but I thought it might knock her out. It never did. They, they managed to say, I think as long as um, Joe is, is breathing, right, and they can prove he's breathing, 
either by AI or in, in reality. Well, right, do you remember running. the article, Stay Alive, Joe Biden, All We Need Is Your Corporeal Form? I don't remember the article. Let me see if I That's can find it. That's one article? That's in an article. They made a movie about it. Read it again. Some weekend weekend at Bernie's. Made <laughs> <laughs> a whole movie about it. So I, I just, I, I don't know. I think also there could be, this could be one of those years that just we're all like, hey, it's Biden and it's Trump. And a bunch of things could happen between now and March, which could completely upset this apple cart um, and make this the most unpredictable race in, in the United States history. Because right now it looks like it's the most predictable one. And usually when things are that pre- predictable, they're not. So, yeah. Yeah. Just when you think you got just it when you think down. you got it all nailed down, it's not. Yeah. So I'm just warning you, there could be a whole bunch of twists and turns in this. Yeah. It's not yeah. likely it should be those two guys, but um, I, I just think it's going to so be So I found crazy. it. It's from The Atlantic. Stay alive, Joe Biden. Democrats need little from the front runner, be- front runner beyond his corporeal presence corporeal. by Alex Wagner. Corporeal. Oh, she's horrible. She was on that show, The Circus. Uh, the first season wasn't half bad, but then they just, after Trump won, they went hardcore to the left, and it was like, you guys aren't even pretending anymore. You're just awful to watch. Well, I can tell you it's awful anyway, wh- whoever uses a word corporeal. Corporeal? Corporeal, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a decent word. <laughs> I think she's just trying to show off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's just trying to show off. Mm-hmm. Bill Riley tried that, too. And it worked out. Bill around, and it didn't work. No, right? no. That day, he had his word of the day. Yeah. I was like, Bill, I don't need the word of the day. Well, I, I do word phrases, but I mean, I keep it, I keep it uh, you know, pretty close to the vest. What is your favorite word phrase, Mr. Close to the well, Vest? Well, tonight, tonight, if you watch Bollocks, yeah. uh, you'll learn where tighten your belt comes from. Okay. So, so I'm not going to tell you on air. I, I think gotta, it's, gotta, I think it was from teaser. missing several meals. <laughs> Similar. Yeah. Similar. It's from the Depression. Yes. That, that was so, my guess. It was from the Missing Meals, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. yeah it's the only, I mean, the only way you can help pull those pants up is you just start tightening your belt. Even even though at that time they wore suspenders more than belts, but, you know. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's a thing. Yes. <laughs> Tighten suspenders. your belt. Have you ever owned suspenders? Yes. I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I have overalls, but I don't yeah. know. If I have. Never, oh, I do have suspenders. You do? Yeah. Yeah, I do have. Some I was going to say, with the pair. assortment of hats you have, yeah, I do have, and the suspenders. level of dandy that I, I, you portray, you have to have suspenders. I have two. I have two two sets of suspenders. See, there you go. All right, <laughs> uh, I have another story. Okay, about education. All right. So Axios uh, put out a story this week about what's behind the increase in home schooling. Okay. Now, as a homeschool mom, mm-hmm. I would look at you to be an expert on this. This is where Amanda gets in trouble. Oh, this is where this show is about to get in trouble. So what <laughs> do you think is fueling? You know a lot of the moms that are in homes. You're actually yeah. in the trenches in this. Mm-hmm. So what is fueling homeschooling? Um, so the whole Common Core debate was um, <clears throat> was really, I would say, um, I guess started when I was looking at what we were going to do with my oldest. And so I did a lot of research into Common Core and just the idea that there's a single teaching philosophy that would be successful for the entire country just offended me on its notion because we're all individuals. There are, you know, a minimum of six known learning styles and combinations. That's just with neurotypical people like the idea that one way is the way. Um, it's just, it's wrong. And I knew it was wrong. And then just seeing, okay, well, if it's all, if we're doing one thing and it's top down from the federal government, I have no say and no ability to change it. Um, they were already talking about things that I didn't want my kindergartner to learn or didn't want them to learn it from a government employee. And so we noped out at that point, but there's been, um, There have been waves since I've been in it, and this is my 10th year um, homeschooling, or I'm going into my 10th year. So, 11th year? I don't remember. It's a long time ago. Um, So, there's been waves. There's been vaccination waves. Um, California went through this big debate over whether there should be religious exemptions for vaccinations, and this was in the late 
teens. So like 2016 to 2018. Before any of before that thing happened. Before any of happened. the other stuff. Um, so they were we talking about um, measles, mumps, rubella type vaccinations. Um, there's been waves as far as um, religious freedoms. And so before any of the modern day debates, I've seen I've seen parts of these debates in their infancy and I've seen waves of people come out of the schools as a result. And then whenever there's a couple of school shooters, there's always a bunch of people that leaves the, leave the schools. Now, the right. question I want to ask you is different. Yeah. Would your parents have ever tried to homeschool you? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> but you do have a comment on homeschooling, so go, right, yeah. go ahead. Uh, no, on, on the homeschooling, I, I really believe it's uh, more of a generational thing. And I think uh, it really got a boost during... Uh, you know, 2020, obviously, when people were like, oh, hey, I can do this. Mm. So I think it got a, a, a boost there. But um, us Gen Xers, Mike, we, we, we are so attached to our career. It's like have a career, kids go to school, mm -hmm. and then we catch up with them. And then we, we were the parents at that point. But a millennial mindset is not uh, occupational driven. Where we're occupational driven and a millennial mindset is not occupational mm -hmm. driven. And we're talking about millennials that are uh, the generation that we have right now. Mm -hmm. so they earn enough to make a living and have a good life. Mm -hmm. I think their mindset's great of the way they look at life because, mm -hmm. you know, I catch myself working too much now. Yeah. And, well, you do have 17 jobs. Yes, but, but, but I mean, it it's might still, be part of the problem. I, I always try to make time for my kids, but I mean, yeah. I still catch myself where like, mm -hmm. okay, I should be spending more time with with Ty and Blake than uh working and yeah. it, it's just it's just the difference in the mindset mm -hmm. so I can't I can't get out of it so I think the millennial mindset mm -hmm. uh has uh extended the ability to do it because you can work from home mm -hmm. a lot more and you can create create I mean and they're making equal money than what us Gen Xers are doing mm -hmm. you know so they got it right you know it's yeah. just they they just look at it they're not occupationally attached. All right. So I wanted to get your opinions before I read some of the theories in the story. Okay. okay. All right. So you guys can both tell me if you think this, does the story hold water? <laughs> water. Does it hold water? I yeah. just want to no. know. Does the defense's case hold water? Does the defense's water? case hold water? Yeah. All right. So uh, the timing chain of what? <laughs> Before tap debts. <laughs> it's one of the best quotable movies. All right. So it says the initial uh, set of folks who came to homeschooling during the pandemic did so because Zoom school is a complete and total failure for them and their families. Mm -hmm. So is that, I, I would think, I kind of have to agree yeah. that a lot of people left because of that. 100%. I mean, as a special needs parent, mm -hmm. it was awful trying to. I mean, we, we were right there in front of it, but you know, you got four kids, you know, we only have four kids in the classroom mm -hmm. and they're all special needs mm -hmm. and trying to, I mean, it, it literally was like juggling jello. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, it, so it was an absolute failure. Uh, yeah, for, I would agree. Special I had, needs side for sure. I had people come into me like, how do you do this? This is an absolute nightmare. And I was like, well, I got to pick the curriculum and I have the teacher's manuals. You guys got thrown into it. You've got no life preserver. You're just head head is underwater, and you're expected to um, lead this this lesson plan that you had no input in mm -hmm. creating, and you also have to do it while teaching brand new technology and making sure your kid is comfortable and competent in that. It was it was a total nightmare. So most mm -hmm. of my friends that Zoom schooled, they um, it split. It was either I will never homeschool my kids because that was a nightmare and mm -hmm. i was like that wasn't homeschooling that was zoom schooling yeah. or they said i'll never be stuck under someone else's curriculum again and well, they I, went I can, and i can and tell you this curriculum. there were teachers that had children mm -hmm. with them still trying to teach yeah. on the zoom and it was just i mean mm -hmm. kids, yeah. kids are running in and you yeah. know like, like i said and there's already no attention on in in a special needs classroom anyway mm -hmm. And it was it was really, really a bad situation. But fortunately, you know, I've had enough time with kids and done mm -hmm. enough homework with kids. I, it didn't frighten me. But there was people, friends of mine that just were absolutely overwhelmed with it. Yeah. OK, so I, I kind of think that first argument is a good 
It's a good one, right? The following year when schools resumed in, in person class, some of the parents who came to homeschooling out of desperation no longer had a fear of making the transaction transaction or interacting with their children's education. Mm-hmm. And I think there's some, I mean, it's one of those, some people try something and it either works really well for them or it doesn't. And if mm-hmm. it doesn't, you know, you, you make a change back. Uh, the last one was the benefits of homeschooling, uh, include being able to meet your child at his or her level for each individual subject. Absolutely. And I mean, um, the way we homeschool our kids, um, introduce my kids to things that they wouldn't have been introduced to um, much earlier than, you know, it would have been possible in public school. Um, and so, like, my kids started out, all of them have started out school really loving history and being mm-hmm. super interested in it. And they'll see, you know, Benjamin Franklin pop up in a commercial for Benjamin Franklin Bank or whatever, and they know who he is. And, oh, that's Dr. Franklin. And trying to figure it out. They'll hear a news story and they know where Syria is or they know where Israel is on the map. And so they're, as soon as they hear something that sounds familiar, then they start listening and asking questions. And that's just not something that they would have done at six or seven had they gotten public school. Well, mm-hmm. And even, even uh, and I, I read this just last week about uh, the reading level of private schools compared to public schools. Now, usually private schools, uh, the family have uh, uh, two parent incomes mm-hmm. and, you know, are involved in the, in the kids more in private schools, but it's two full grade levels and mm-hmm. sometimes three full grade levels above mm-hmm. public school. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, that, I mean, that's, that's a very telling, I mean, like I said, it's, it all comes down to the parents, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, the people, you know, and, and Tim, Tim will tell you this too. We have great teachers, yeah. but mm-hmm. the reason we're number one is because we have great parents. Well, and, and we're going to have to give a new award at our year end show, mm-hmm. saint of the decade or saint of the last 40 years. Cause mm-hmm. Susan Johnson apparently homeschooled her children. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she did. And we know who some of her children yeah. are. Yeah, but I, um, I and I, I have to tell you, I, I heard Pete tried to read this morning and it wasn't. You know, so, so. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't blame Susan. <laughs> well, so Susan did it when it was still illegal in some mm-hmm. states, and as she points out, she absolutely could have been arrested for what she was doing. And I've met people that were arrested because they homeschooled their kids yeah. in that same time. Um, laws are different in every state. In Maryland, I have some friends that homeschooled in Maryland while my my best friend was stationed there. You had to have your papers. Mm -hmm. Um, So they lived there during that Arizona immigration law where everyone was like, oh, my word, we don't live in America anymore. People have to have their papers. Homeschoolers literally have to have their papers if they leave the house during school hours with their children. Because you are not, as a parent, you are not allowed to be in custody of your Mm -hmm. kids during school hours without permission from the state. That's wrong. <laughs> and that's 100% that's the homeschool rule. Right. So right now. Uh, some of the other uh, items that they're saying that uh, homeschooling rates have increased among uh, race groups and ethnicities. Uh, black families uh, who say they've turned to homeschooling in order to keep their kids away from the school to prison pipeline. Mm-hmm. Right. Avoid bullying and racism. Um, kids that don't feel safe. They want those kids mm-hmm. to be at home. Um, and then the other side, and this is one of the ones, uh, uh, public schools are held accountable for meeting student outcome standards and have requirements to teach social studies curriculum and civic engagement. None of that is true for homeschooling. Um, and the, it depends on the state. Again, there are different rules per state. In the state of Florida, there aren't PE requirements in the the state of Maryland, there are. Um, in the state of Pennsylvania, you have to read a certain number of books, um, and they have a book list that you have to start off with. Um, so, I mean, it's, it depends on the state that you're in. Florida's laws are um, fairly easy for homeschoolers to meet. Mm-hmm. And so you just have to file your letter of intent. And then once a year, you have to go through an assessment process. And there's three different options for that. It's super easy. We have a teacher that, a licensed teacher, look over our portfolio. Mm-hmm. And that's how we stay legit. Um, and they don't have like a list of things they have to know per se. They have to demonstrate that they're doing work commensurate with their abilities. Mm-hmm. So home. Homeschooling in Florida is very easy to stay legal. Um, it does put the onus on the parent to make sure that the, the parent has to make the right call. Um, and if they're not, you know, filing their paperwork every year, showing their assessments and, 
you know, that letter of intent, then you're still under, under Florida education laws. Yeah. So I, I just thought it was very interesting. I thought most of the article was fairly, mm-hmm. fairly spot on yeah. uh, for an article about it. They, they did mention that um, they think that there's an absence of mandated reports when students aren't in a traditional classroom. I'm assuming that each state has rules and regulations mm-hmm. for parents reporting on that because they got to be able to pass the kids. Mm-hmm. And the other is they complained about the fracturing um, of the experience that not all kids were going to school. I kind of thought, you know, diversity was a good thing. I kind of thought, you know, you find what fits for your kid and what works for your family. And this is just another option that's out there. And I think a lot of parents are taking it because they they look at what kids are exposed to in school and they're like, you know what? I mean, kids that are in kindergarten now, right, are being exposed to what we were probably exposed to in the seventh and eighth grade. You were exposed to in the seventh grade. Uh, right. Let's be fair to me. Whenever I was a freshman in college, all right. Let's be fair right. to me. And speaking of homeschool, you two I mean, worldly kids. When, when I think of homeschool, I think of that horrible individual. I mean, that he always is never doing anything good for the community. Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. Oh, yeah. You know, poster child for homeschooling. You know, I mean, he just yeah. never does anything right. Mm-hmm. You know, just. Well, I mean, homeschool when done right when done well is a phenomenal gift you can give to your kids it's not for every family though every family isn't set up to be able to do it or to feel confident it is much more approachable than it was when susan did it Mm -hmm. um in the 90s 80s and 90s um whenever she she had her her time homeschooling it's so much easier now i mean she was probably fighting with schools and curriculum companies just to get the materials to teach her kids well, and nowadays there's so many different kinds of curriculum that are available for you um all sorts of help that is available to you it's so much easier um today than it used to be i, I and i don't want to be mean but it comes down to the parent yeah it does I'm it, sorry. it comes does. down to the parent mm-hmm. if the parents yeah. uh, if, if the parents a lazy ass the parents going to be a terrible teacher mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if the parents a good worker and a, a good heart the parents going to be a great teacher well no so. offense in the classroom it comes down to the teacher yeah <laughs> I mean, well, there's a partnership had, we, between well, the teacher well, and the parent but i know yeah. but we all had great teachers mm-hmm. and we all had teachers that were horrible and that yes. year was like Ugh. yes yeah no i, I mean and, and that's that's 100% true. I mean, like I said, everything's exasperated mm-hmm. when, when you're dealing with an autistic child. Um, you know, you got to have that connection mm-hmm. or it's just not going to work for your kid. Yeah. Like, so we just had a 10-minute intelligent conversation about this story. Let's get stupid. No, no, we're going to. <laughs> so Randy Weingarten, All right. who is the uh, boss of the American Federation of Teachers, okay. had the audacity to share this story on X. Okay. Right? Oh, no. Uh, What's behind the increase in homeschooling? Mm -hmm. All right. Um, She got absolutely crushed by the comments. What's the person's name? Randy Weingarten. Oh, it's a Randy and it's a woman. It's a woman. Okay. Yes. yes. Okay. She, she like is the, name, Sue. I was, I was totally locked in yeah. as a man when you said yeah, Randy. She, and I was she like, is the head yeah. of the um, the teachers, um, American Federation of Teachers. She had advocated for keeping schools closed. She had advocated for um, distance learning, which would be the Zoom school yeah. and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And Her union te- dues are paid three years in advance. <laughs> yeah. Test scores have bombed, right? We lost yeah. that one year has cost this group of kids. They got a lot of time to make up. I mean, they got they got to get this done. One of the best responses was, "If you'd like to know what has caused the rise in homeschooling, please go look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. You are part of the rise in homeschooling." Yeah. Um, and out of two hundred and ten thousand views, mm-hmm. she only had twenty one likes. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's true. I don't, I I don't have... argue with that. I, I think that statement's true. Yeah. I mean, it is you. It's, it's her. It's hundred. No, yeah. no, I mean it's hundred percent. Who's looking in the mirror? No, no, no. They meant that she is part of the reason that people yeah. are leaving oh, so, oh, because of her. Because of her policies. No, because of her policies and how difficult she made. So, I mean, she's basically yeah. that she advocated for a much longer period of time of school not opening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In Florida, I think we showed we opened schools really early and mm-hmm. kids did much better. Yeah. yeah. Well, but it's a cultural thing. Mm-hmm. It is a cultural thing, but I can tell you, um, I have my students that. I've known since I helped out in the nursery with them. Um, And then we have a crop of kids that joined in the past three years. And they did so because they moved away from areas where it was mandated Zoom classes. It was mandated masks if you were in person. Kids weren't allowed to play 
because they weren't allowed to come within six feet of each other. And those parents that have joined our community in the past three years, many of them fled states where their kids were being forced to try and learn under those conditions. And it it didn't work for them. They weren't willing to put their kid through that kind of education. So they started homeschooling. Um, these are great kids. I mean, I have a homeschool mom who is a voice uh, pathologist, a speech pathologist. Mm. And she has said that her workload has exponentially increased since the mask mandates because so many, um, so many children aren't forming their letters properly because they didn't have that period of time where they could just watch everyone's mouths form words. And she had to try and do therapy in a mask with a face shield. And Mm. when the problem is that these kids weren't learning to read faces, they weren't learning to mimic the mouth posture of the adults around them to then have to go through therapy under those Mm. same conditions is I, it's, Both my boys had speech. Bad. I can't imagine not being able to see yep. the therapist's mm-hmm. face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. I and I, you know, because they were already done with that portion of the, of mm-hmm. their therapy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't even put it together until you just said that. I was like, yeah. it, it had to be absolutely horrible. Yeah, and especially horrible. You know, I don't even know. Did California have their mask off yet? I don't even know. I don't know. So, so I don't know. I try not to watch any news from California. The, <laughs> it's not uplifting. I'm yeah. just going to say that. The mindset of that culture still probably has their mask on. So, well, anyone that says that there's there's no risk to just just cover up, there's no risk. Um, they need to talk to speech pathologist and they need to talk to early education yeah. experts. I, because I never had that connection. Yeah, but it, it completely really has. Is, it's crazy because I, I, you know, if you've sat through it, you know that is a big, mm-hmm. big part of it. So, yeah, wow. absolutely. So that has set kids back that were already um, at a disadvantage just mm-hmm. years and years back is really tragic. All right. Yep. You guys ready for some trivia? Sure. We can do that. Let's turn the phone down. Yeah, let's turn yeah, the phones phone down. down. Let's actually have fun. Those of you out there, there's a lot of trivia players that are online tonight. So mm-hmm. I expect one of you to lose to someone online. Yeah, let's I do expect that. Blake to be sending them the answers <laughs> from wherever he's at. Much like goes on here, I expect this to just yeah. be a reverse situation. So all of you that are online are more than happy to test, text Blake and see if you can get the he answer back. He made a multi-person grid. Yeah. So there's, yes. he, there's room for you guys to win. That's it. Yes. We'll send you a tile. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, let me see if I can find you a good question to get started. Yes. Finnish lawmakers from Finland. Finland. Finnish. Finnish, mm-hmm. Finnish lawmakers. Like Finnish lawmakers. Where are we um, going with this? Oh, is this gosh. a stripper story? They, they, <laughs> one of them has won uh, her second case over being accused of hate speech for quoting from what book? What book did she quote from that she got, uh, she won both times, so it wasn't ruled hate speech when it got to court, but she did have to go to court to defend saying, so what book got her in trouble? Amanda? It's Finland. And mm-hmm. between two books, I'm just going to go with the Bible. Troy? Uh, I actually started with, um, started with Tom Sawyer. Me yes. too. That was my other I one. I started with Tom Sawyer, but I ended up with the Bible yeah. also. So I'm going to okay. stay with the Bible. The Bible is the correct yeah. answer. Yeah. I'm going to stay with uh, Bobby, uh, congratulations. He's on the board as well. All right. So to kill a mockingbird, I don't think that's been translated into Finnish yet. Yeah. Oh, I'm oh, sure it has. I'm sure it is. I'm sure, I'm sure yeah, Boo, I'm just yeah. kidding. Boo, <laughs> Boo Radley is clearly Finnish. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. yeah. So uh, she had quoted from the Bible. She had put out a verse, Romans 1, 24 to 27, and uh, that got her in trouble. Who played right. Boo Radley in the movie? Oh, uh, I know. It's I don't, um, know. I don't know. Oh gosh, he did eight million movies. He was but all it was over. His very, it was his very first yes. Movie. It was his very first one. Um, very first movie, and he was for the longest time one of the hardest working um, actors. I want it's man. I want to say Dennis, and I cannot think of his last name. Um, right. He was in, he was in The Godfather. I'll give you that much. Yeah, no, no, he was in a ton of stuff. He was in a bunch of he movies was, with he was uh, Clint Eastwood. He was in the attorney with the, in the Godfather, Robert Duvall. Robert Duvall, that's yes, right. yep. Boo Robert Duvall. It was his very oh, wow. first role. Yep. All right. I could I I just couldn't. I could see the face, and I could see him in all these. Di- he was in Rooster Cogburn too. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I could see him in all these different roles, but I can't all remember right. his name. Yep. The great Santini. 
So go to, was he in Grumpy Old Men? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's our show. Yeah. That was yeah. us. You yeah. and I started yeah. that. We've been playing show. that for years. Never no show. one stopped us. There we show. No one has stopped us. All right. Yeah. Um, ACT scores have dropped to their lowest level in how many years, Mr. Blevins? Oh, uh, there was no ACT when we took, when we did ours. We were only yep. SAT people, so... Mm -hmm. Uh, it wouldn't go past 85. I know that. So how many years ago was that? So, you math major, you? Well, you know, you know, I overanalyze all this stuff. Yeah, so we're uh, like you 38 years away from that. Okay. Um, I'm going to say it's dropped since, well, I'll say when Jeb was, I'll go 2002. So you're saying 21 years. 21 years. Lowest in 21 years. Okay. I'll Amanda? say, I'll say the lowest in 25 years. 30 years. Wow. The actual so answer was 30 years. Wow. Well, yes. I to put you on the board. Yeah, I was already on she the board. She was already on the board. No, no, but I, I mean, well. Yeah, I got a, a lead now. You got a lead. All right. So in Loudoun County, they had a very close election race. Mm -hmm. um, the former Democrat uh, county attorney, district attorney, lost to a Republican who held the seat 20 years ago. He decided to run again. Right. It was a very close race. It was just decided. So they voted, uh, I think, two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. So they just got to say, how many votes did he win by? Oh, um, it's Loudoun County. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to say 69 votes, Mike. I'm going to say less than that. <laughs> 300. Oh, wow. Ooh. 300 votes. Which does prove, if you recount, that occasionally a Republican does win. Yeah. <laughs> occasionally. Yeah. Maybe. Once in a great lifetime. Well, I remember Paul, Paul won by seven here. Paul Waldron won by seven votes. Seven yes. votes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. My family did good that day. <laughs> All of us voted for Mr. Waldron that day. Yeah. 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 He, was a good, he was a good man. He was a very good man. All right, Troy Blevins, you're getting ready to fly. Okay. I'm you're going to fly. You're going to <laughs> Iceland. I'm two down already. You're so. two down. It's three to one. If we could stop this game at any second. No, yeah. actually, we can't. We got a few <laughs> we, we, got, so we got some time. We have we some, some time. time. Okay. So, uh, airlines have been struggling of late. Someone has done an analysis of why they're struggling. Mm -hmm. How much money uh, does the average passenger, passenger ticket generate in revenue for the airlines? So, for each ticket that's purchased, what's the, the so what's revenue... Yeah, what's the revenue that the airline makes off of that is it ticket? Percentage or is it nope, just a just dollar, dollar amount. amount? Just a dollar amount. Okay. Yep. How much money does the airlines make off of that ticket? Off of each ticket, I'm going to say you know it's like a five hundred dollar. I'm going to say it's like ten. I'm going to say I'm going to say it's like ten percent. I'm going to say like forty seven bucks. Forty seven bucks. Okay. Um, I think it's less than that. I think it's like twenty four. Fifteen to twenty dollars. Wow. Off each ticket is what they alive? make. Fifteen they to twenty. Don't <laughs> through government help they do. They're, that with government help. That's why it's yeah. got to be so subsidized. Yeah, yeah, Tim, I would put you on the board with next to nothing. You're awful close to that. Everyone else is like two hundred dollars, hundred dollars. No, because you can pay. I mean, I I I'd travel. You probably pay seven, eight hundred bucks for a ticket to go certain places. Mm -hmm. That's well, not even first class. Are you flying first class to Iceland? No, I never fly. That's you're just you're just being snobby if you fly first class. Really? You're, you're spending your kids' money. I'll accept the free upgrade, but I can't. Yeah. I no, can't I'm not spending pull that the money. trigger on that ticket. Have you <laughs> ever flown? But, but I'm you, short. I'm short, yeah. and like I I can pretty much I'm comfortable in coach. So, have you ever flown? First yeah, class? I have. Okay, I have, and it's it's extremely nice. Yes, it is. but it's not worth the money to me. I'm sorry, yeah. like you know, if you got a three hundred dollar ticket. And it's twelve hundred dollars for first class. Yeah. I'm getting to the same place at the exact same time. Yeah, so it's just not worth so it. You actually that. get your bags and stuff early. Yeah, well, no, well, I I carry. I, I literally never Back check Well, that's bag. right. I fly with a backpack. You have really small clothes <laughs> that fit into a really small backpack. I, and I've, I've been a, I've been an efficient packer my whole life because yeah. when you when you play ball, you literally travel with one bag and you had your sports bag, and that's it. Mm -hmm. That's all. So you where can do all with. your hats go? I I take one hat with me and I purchase another hat coming back. Um, and you crumple one up. I take a hat that can go into a bag. Yeah. It's usually a paper boy like the um, the little sports hat that I have. Okay. So, and then I'll wear a hat like this back if I find a nice hat shop. We should really ask what they, and you, how many hats do you have? If you I, had I, to guess, I think it's around 160. Really? Yeah, I think it's around 160. I packed away 
I packed away quite a few hats because we were we were mm-hmm. thinking about selling the house and it got, we we cleaned up the area. And I think I packed away about seventy of them. Okay. So so if I, times got tough, would you open your own hat shop? I I could, but they're all used. I mean, it would be like a secondhand hat shop. A second. <laughs> <laughs> but they're used by you. So as long yeah. as you autograph yeah, them, yeah, yeah. then. So. <laughs> and what, and what I don't think I think that lowers the value of the hat. <laughs> all right. Who's up next? Uh, uh, is it me to start? It's four to one. Yeah, because so, I went with 50. Yeah. I was yeah. way too high. Yeah. Okay. So according to Morgan Wallen and Eric Church, they have a new okay. song out, right? God made the world in seven days. Man asked for an angel. God created a woman, his most beautiful work. A uh, woman broke man's heart. Mm-hmm. Man made a what? What did man make in, in reaction to woman breaking his heart? Whiskey. I was going with a bar because I was going with something physical. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have an outhouse. <laughs> you know when they say go with your first instinct? <laughs> your first bar. instinct was right. It was bar. a bar. It was bar. a bar. Man made a bar. Yeah. Right. I heard I feel that like this closer. Week, and I thought this is the whiskey was a great I was answer. Going bar. I wish I would have. Yeah, you should have gone bar. bar. You should have gone bar. With it. Hey, who says there's not a bar in that outhouse? Yeah, Tim Cosgrove's <laughs> on the board with one. You're now tied with Bobby and Tim. There you go. You could potentially come That's in fourth company. place. That's good yes. company. Yeah, yeah, Bobby and Tim. Good yes. Yeah. All right. Should have um, stayed with bar. <laughs> should have stayed. You had bar. You should have stayed there. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, the uh, latest Republican debate was on NBC. Mm-hmm. All right. So the first debate was on Fox News. It got 12.8 million viewers. The second debate was on Fox Business. It got 9.3 million. So the Republican Party, in their wisdom, decided to put the next debate on uh, NBC. So what was the total number of viewers uh, that NBC had for the third presidential debate? Mm, I'm going to say it's probably half that. I'm going to go 4.5. All right. I was thinking six. 6.86. Yeah. <laughs> You're crushing me. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. There are days that I felt like... I need a I, bar. I, you need a bar. And you had a chance because to have a bar. Yes. yes. <laughs> you had a chance to build a bar. bar. It's not the first time I've been told that. <laughs> Hey, you're not the first woman who's made me do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That favorite bar to go to when you have a broken heart? I go to the same bar. I mean, I go to Teeny Martini. Teeny Martini. So, I mean, I like me hands. I mean, I, I go yeah. to a lot of bars, but, okay. you know, Teeny Martini's where where I hold court. Top five uh, Troy bars downtown right now. Top five for me to visit? Yes. Um, me hands, Prohibition Kitchen, Teeny Martini, River and Fort, and Barley. Okay. Yes. You? Do you have favorite bars? Do you get out anymore, Miss um, Homeschool Mom? I don't get out often. I usually go to Prohibition because I go and make fun of Clay because he has to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't go many places wherever I have a gift card. So, Me Hands, because I've earned a gift card for Me Hands. <laughs> and <laughs> recently, Columbia, we went to Boat Boat Drinks. Boat Drinks is solid. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's nice. So, Amanda shoes. is accepting uh, gift cards for Christmas for those that would like to drop them off by the 904 Now Studio. Yep. She is accepting gift cards for yep. Christmas. I love gift cards. <laughs> yes. I'm the gift card king. So, my, my favorite one, um, and Tim said my house, right? I love yeah. my back porch, right? Um, for those that don't know, when we renovated the cathedral, I managed to get one of the pews out of the cathedral. Mm-hmm. Is that where that pew came That's from? That's where that pew came from. <laughs> so, one of the pews that I used to have to sit on <laughs> repeatedly... And be quiet. While going to CPS and behave myself and not chew gum and not have certs or anything else, right? No candy, none of that stuff. Just not, sit not there. Not giggle during the lunch Not break. giggle, not laugh, not talk to your friends. Is now on my back porch. And the nights that I get to sit there drinking a bourbon on that bench, I feel good. I'm yeah. just going to let you know. It feels so really, really good. So that's why there are so many drink rings and so much gum underneath it. I, yeah. We just never removed the <laughs> just gum. Just yeah. We just yeah. never removed the gum. It was no. almost like it, it would have been authentic if the gum wasn't under there. <laughs> And actually, one of the pieces might be mine or one of my friends. So, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I have to tell you, it, it comes down to music, too, because if there's good music at Trade Winds, I'll go to Trade Winds. If there's good music at the Oak, mm-hmm. I go mm-hmm. to the Oak. Yeah. So, I, I couldn't bring it down to five. I, you're a big bar guy. Yeah. Um, uh, for me, the island, it's um, uh, Mellow Mushrooms cl- is in that mix, right? That's mm-hmm. a nice go to. And then the ale, um, Old Coast Ales. Mm-hmm. But my favorite one is uh, the Black Fly. 
Yeah. It's a really it's a it's a good, a, it's got a good, good selection. They, they got, got a, great food. And they, they got, got tapas. They got good pours. Yeah. They got good pours. They're not yeah, stingy on the pours. So yeah, that's my Hey yeah. Frank. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yes. Uh, um no, but uh but we're going back to like being good in during prayers and yes. stuff like that. Yes. So like our joke on our high school team, we had a very, very religious like you guys. Thank you. No, we're talking very religious guy who was our coach. No joke and nothing like that. Mm-hmm. So, of course, we're a bunch of numbskulls. Yeah. So, our, so, so our number one rule, we, we would are. say the Lord's Prayer and you know, all together and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And there was always Jeff Rude would do it every time. And he didn't, he didn't, he didn't care who the victim was. He would put his thumb in someone's butt and you'd hear, <laughs> Right in the middle, right in the middle of the Lord's Prayer. And then the rest of us, you know how like you can't stop laughing, yeah. like you feel it coming yeah. and you yeah. just keep, and it's, I think it's one of the funniest moments, unless you're the guy who gets His the His last thumb. name is Rude? His last name is Rude, R-O-O-D. It's not related to any presidential families by any chance. No, no. Okay, just not, as far, not as far as I know. Not as far as you and know. And you know what he is? Yeah. School teacher. A school teacher. <laughs> Hopefully he broke himself of that habit. All right. <laughs> I, I, I think he got it out in college. Right. So right now it's four one one one. Okay. Okay. All right. So mood so rings. So if I take their points, I'm still losing. You're still losing. Uh, mood rings mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. making a comeback. Mm-hmm. I didn't yeah, think my they were, kids want. Them. I didn't think that they make, were that big. That makes deal. me grumpy. <laughs> well, okay. Let's, well, what color is that? What color is that? Is that where we're at? That's where we're at. It's what? black. Huh? Black. Yeah, I think. I think black is grumpy. Um, that or red. Black is. What is your answer? Mm-hmm. You're going both. You're going black. Yeah, sad, yeah. sad or grumpy. Okay. Yeah. Um, so um, black is usually the cold color mm-hmm. of a mood ring. Is black or brown? This is also the color of a broken mood ring. Right. Mm-hmm. No. Red is agitated, anxious, That's or angry. Angry. Yeah. angry yeah. Yes. Red is angry. Yeah. Okay. Melissa is now tied with you. Okay. Ooh. You are you are going backwards with these questions. No, I'm get, I'm collecting all those points just so I can get ahead of Amanda. Well, right now all of those points is a four, and Amanda's at five. There we go. Okay. Uh, what color does pink represent? Oh, pink! I've never seen pink. This is fake. Fake news. Uh, I've never it's seen in the pink. story right here, so okay, it's not so fake. So if red is angry. Mm-hmm. I'll say pink is love. I'll say excited. Nervous. Mm. Pink is nervous. Interesting. Yep. Pink is nervous. Barbara Jean just wants to know what purple is. (laughs) (laughs) 100% she does. All right. What uh, orange? What does orange represent? Troy Blevins. Uh, Orange represents anxious. Yeah. That's what I was going with. Anxious. Uh, orange is anxious. Both yeah. of you get a point wow. for that. So wow. orange is anxious. I, I don't know how you got blind that. Blind ass guess, by the way. Yeah. Oh, they're well, all, yeah, if, this you have to be. If red I, is angry and if pink is nervous, then I mean, it's got to be something yeah. on that spectrum. The variation of that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we have one I other. I know blue is sad, according to my girls. So we, we talked about orbs the other day on the mm-hmm. show. Okay. Um, yep. And Amanda found an entire page mm-hmm. of descriptions of what the different colors of the orbs represent yep. if you were to see a paranormal activity. Okay. Dr. Vinkman. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, so I'm going to give you a color since we're on this color kind of scheme right now. Are we allowed to cross the streams? Uh, yes, you're allowed to cross the streams on okay. this show. Okay. I'm the only one that can't generate a stream that I can cross. All right. So what does an in... <laughs> talking ghost <laughs> You potty-minded human. <laughs> potty-minded. Patriarchy. Hey, Amanda's been on fire today, right? Amanda started picking on you, and she has not stopped being good. She's crushed it all day it's long. Disgusting. All right. So the color indigo, if you see an indigo orb, indigo what does orb. that represent? Who's first? Me? Yep. Mm, indigo. You killed my father. <laughs> my name it's is murderous Hugo intent. <laughs> It's murderous intent. Um, indigo, I'm going to Offer say... me anything. Offer me money. <laughs> Offer me power. All that I have and more. Um, I'll say that it's uh, loyalty. Someone is... Someone's loyal to you. All right. Try. I'll say it's someone trying to make contact. All right, when you <laughs> when you see an indigo orb, you're being protected by numerous warrior guardians. 
That's loyalty. This That's is loyalty. different I than win. your guardian angel. These angels <laughs> are not human. <laughs> Still right. <laughs> You're giving her a point for that? Yes. No. That's loyalty. It's loyalty. That's loyalty right there. <laughs> Right. Does it, that, at this point, doesn't matter if yeah, I get that no, point. No, it doesn't matter. All right, here's your tip. Bright red. What does bright red uh, oh. orb symbolize? Uh, bright red uh, danger. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's got to be because like it's always anger. So I'm going to say, yeah. All right, you will most likely see this orb when your energy requires cleansing or when you're low on energy, if you need protection, this orb will pop. Bright red orbs are referred to as the light yeah. of the warrior because they will guard you when you are weak or scared. Yeah. So both yeah. of you are right. Yeah. All right. Yep, both of you are right. Yeah. All right. Have uh, you guys ever seen an orb? No. We So Clay sent me a video of an orb from the church mm -hmm. that happened after um, a bottle was left at the church on Friday the 13th and I got it so it wouldn't get broken and someone opened it. So he thinks that I released something evil and he saw an Whoa. orb the next day yeah. or the next time he was in church. I, I, I saw an orb at my house that I'm at right now mm -hmm. and then I saw one. Uh, the only other time I ever saw one was at Catalina's gym. Okay. Oh, wow. You, uh, you, you've been through Catalina's gym. It's, oh, it's uh, a spooky place when you turn off the lights. It's, yeah. Yes. All right, like so it. here's it uh, for Barbara Jean, uh -huh. right? Purple. Oh, she posted purple and I didn't read them. Deep purple represents what? I know you, it's you something. Go first. Yeah. I know and it's... I actually have to tell you, if you think about Barbara Jean's personality, yep. you can 100% figure out what this is. It's got to be loyalty. Yeah. A... Um, love, loyalty, someone's missing you. I'm going to say love. I'm going to say it's protection protection i'm giving both of you a point because i don't want barbara jean mad at me <laughs> yeah. but go this ghost orb denotes loyalty uh -huh. seeing one means someone loves you very much cares a lot about you is thinking of you from far away yeah yeah that is 100 barbara jean yeah yes she, she her color is purple her color yeah. is purple all right uh troy it was not close no it was a beat down it was you you were the I jackson lost, I, I lost it at bar Yes, you were the Jacksonville Jaguars of this event, and she was the 49 ers yeah. She's wearing red, kind of reddish. But yeah, you did. You fumbled at bar. You at were bar. in it, it until was you all fumbled downhill. at bar. Yes. It was all downhill at bar. Nikki Haley's going to stop texting me. You know? And literally, I think that love's gone now. For you, that was a layup all by yourself. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's bar. It's Troy Blevins, right? Yeah, it's a bar. What was the first thing I said? It was the first the thing you thought of was a bar. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Terrible. All right, bollocks tonight, what do you have? Uh, we have uh, famous and infamous lawmen, mm -hmm. and we have uh, in studio with us... Uh, Bass our, Reeves? Bass Reeves in studio with you? We're talking about Bass, Love and we're talking Bass about Reeves. the real story of Bass, Yes, and uh, it's, it's pretty interesting, uh, his whole life. Um, did you, did you get to look how many kids he had? Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. 11. So 11. 11. If it's the same wife... She Same, is yeah. a, an amazing woman to give birth in, in away well, from a hospital, maybe not a midwife, 11 times. The fact that he's considered the, the one of the greatest lawmen of all time, and he didn't start being a lawman until he was 37 years old. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then he, he was considered the top uh, ranger. I mean, the Lone Ranger is supposedly... Modeled after his character, mm -hmm. even though he he's a, a black man, mm -hmm. um, but just ridiculous some of the stuff this man pulled off. Yeah, never got injured. Yeah, got his hat shot off three times. Never got hit like George Washington. Yeah, good thing he wasn't taller. Yeah, <laughs> he had a short pony. He had a short pony. You and the big short ponies of it. Yeah. So you have a, a lawman on what else? I interrupted you oh, from yeah. tonight. So we have uh, a production expert, Amanda. Uh -huh. in studio with us. Yeah. Ooh. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, she's actually going to have uh, an audience to work with, too, I hear. Yeah. yeah what? So. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. Uh, people no, I'm just kidding. No, I meant us. I meant this show. Yeah. Yes. I meant this show. I was all, I was all happy. Yeah. So, yeah. so Amanda's in studio with you. Yeah, Mike. we got double digits today. I know. We yeah. did. Yeah. We did. We did really, really good today. I shared. Uh, and everyone <laughs> share. Get out there. Let people know. Uh, tomorrow morning's the morning show. Any special guests coming on tomorrow morning? No, oh, I, I think it's just kind of preparing for uh, the Celebration of Lights, which mm -hmm. Pete absolutely mm -hmm. loves. Mm -hmm. You know, oh. he, he so loves the city mm -hmm. and the entire event. Did you hear we have a special traffic reporter for all the Nights of Lights nights that we're going to be on the air? 
Oh, wow. We have someone that's going to report from the downtown, and it's going to be awesome. We can't compete can with the helicopter. It. I can do it right now if you we, want. We cannot, we cannot <laughs> compete with the helicopter, but we can compete with the Knights of Lights. So you guys can't do a Knights of Lights traffic I, I report think, because it's you're in the morning I, show. I think you need to borrow my e-bike if you want to get home if you're going through downtown. <laughs> uh, I, I am not going home through the downtown other than Mondays. Mm-hmm. Mondays, I will chance it just to see what it's like. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I want to... Oh, Kenny wants Van Strange to give Pete the day off tomorrow. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, Kenny, I'll pass it on to him. I, you know, Van is very busy. Van usually doesn't busy. get up that early. Yeah, Van's. Yeah. I, I would yeah. say that. Yeah, he's snipe hunting. We had to get Isn't Van. Isn't that a, he we stays had, awake all night if yeah. he's got to be on the morning show? We had to get Van out of bed just to do our show a couple weeks ago. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, we had to we had to wake him up at four o'clock just to get him out. There you go. And he was in the bushes outside, so it wasn't hard to find yeah, him. But yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, he's got that new cardboard box. He fine. does. Those cardboard boxes are great this time. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. So, uh, tune in in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, we will be back on Monday. We'll have a, you guys will be here Tuesday. Yep. Uh, I will not be. Yeah. No, you will not. Yeah. There'll be no shows Wednesday. There'll be no yes. show. Well, there'll be uh, pre-recorded shows yes. and favorite shows yeah. of best us. Doves. Best of. Best of. Right? Best of Uncommon Ground. No, no. <laughs> I don't know. Do we have those archives? I haven't found any. Uh, I have them, but I'm not sure I want to bring them out of the vault. Yeah. There's a safe, inside a safe, inside a safe. As long as safe. you don't year, use year one and two. Year one and two was awful. Those have been purged. Yeah. From <laughs> anywhere, awful. anywhere those are. Uh, I actually bleach pitted those. Yeah. They're gone. Yeah. <laughs> you sent them to Hillary? I did. <laughs> I can't say anything. I'm just going to get in trouble. (laughs) This is the Mike Davis Show. We'll see you Monday. Have a great weekend.